I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. From the top to the bottom, I was raised to be solid. Real at every angle, I ain't worried about the audit. Never see the hate, tunnel vision on the profit. Boss moves if I want it, best believe I cops it. Team so tough, moving silence like the mafia. Trying to get the form whip, probably name it Claudia. Wife rocking Tiffany, that's just another day to me. I be living lavish, that's why these haters be hating me. Stronger than I ever been, never break, never been. God first, family second, money is like next again. So if you come in for me, pull the trigger, guard and shoot. Kevlar mindset, lifestyle bulletproof. Bulletproof, built tougher than your average. Ultimate hustler, I'm the total package. Bulletproof, I know you see me in your scope I'm the captain of the ship, you just a sailor with a boat Bulletproof, built tougher than your average Ultimate hustler, I'm the total package Bulletproof, I know you see me in your scope I'm the captain of the ship, you just a sailor with a boat Bulletproof What's up everybody? You are on the Bulletproof Mafia And I am Michael Munsterman So today's episode, we're talking about addition, not subtraction now, I tried to come up with a better name for this one, a better title, because, I mean, frankly, that's just kind of boring. So the title might not match what we call out, because as we progress, we might come up with something a little bit better. You remember, like, the old-school Rocky and Bullwinkle shows where it'd be like, flying squirrel into a tree, or Bowwinkle eats bananas. Like, it's like they couldn't decide what they were going to call the episode. I don't know if that was just something that happened later, or if there was some story behind it, but... This could be that situation. So I'm just going to jump right into the meat of this conversation because when you're talking about um, changing your life, we were talking yesterday, right, about sacrifice being in direct proportion to your sincerity as it aligns with your goals. And I said something about three quarters of the way through the podcast. And, and basically what I said was that you had to add to your life, not take away. You see, because people live in this place of scarcity and scarcity is, is, is like fire. It just spreads. What do you mean by that, Michael? What I mean by that is if you have the mentality of, um, man, money's tight. I need to stop spending so much. You live in scarcity. If you have the mindset of, I need to lose a little bit of weight. I'm going to quit eating. You have a mentality of scarcity. If you have the, if, and, and I've heard this a lot. Somebody says, man, I'm just scared to put my heart out there. It's been broken too many times. It's easier not to. You live in scarcity. If you say things like, I can't afford that, or we can't afford that, or we'll never get to do that, or we'll never X, Y, Z, fill in the blank, you live in scarcity. You see, scarcity is this, it's, it's a fancy word for fear. Scarcity is a word that most people don't acknowledge is even a word. Now, let me give you some opposing examples whenever I'm talking about scarcity compared to an abundant, like an abundance mindset. The abundant versions. I'm going to begin to eat healthier. I'm going to begin to work out. I need to make more money. I'm going to adjust my lifestyle to allow me more freedom. I'm going to go do this thing at some point. Now, what's cool about the abundance mindset is you get to where you begin, it begin, begins to get definitive. 
you start to say things like, I'm going to do this by this date. I'm going to do that by this time. I'm going to accomplish this goal by this date. You know, it's, it stops being a wish and it begins to be this, this roadmap that takes you on a course. But it happens from adding. One of my mentors, his name's Garrett White, uh, founder of Wake Up Warrior. Garrett taught me this with a single lesson. And, and I could break it all the way down and it could be this simple. He said, if you want to scale and grow your life, you have to first scale and grow your health. Like You have to be the healthiest version of yourself because everything else happens around your ability to exist in this world. And so he says, you need to adopt habits that support a healthier lifestyle, which means that every single morning you have to sweat. You're not sweating to lose weight. You're sweating to add sweat to your day. And if you can imagine this, when you sweat, your sweating is typically right in a line with your heart rate, which means you increase your heart rate. Man alive, I'm struggling here. You increased your heart rate. So if you increase your heart rate, you sweat. You sweat, you're getting healthier. It doesn't take rocket science. Like This isn't a ton of work. And I've got a book back here somewhere. It's called... I'm sitting here looking behind me to see if I can spot a copy of it because I almost always keep a copy of it somewhere. It's called The Slide Edge. It's back there. Okay, so The Slide Edge says that um, little incremental shifts in your daily habits result in insurmountable changes in your future. So in other words, let's hypothetically say that you only made time to work out three minutes a day. Now, you don't have time to work out, but for three minutes a day, you're going to get on an elliptical and you're going to elliptical your ass off. Literally. Three minutes a day. Well, Michael, that's not going to do any good. You're right. Three weeks from that first day, you're not going to see any shift whatsoever. You're adding working out to your life. You're not working out to lose weight. You're adding working out to live a healthier lifestyle. But do the math. That's 1,080 minutes a year. Not so little now, is it? It's over 10, it's almost 12, I, I could do the math, but um, it's about 15 hours. Actually, Phil, do the math for me. 1,060, um, or 1,000, yeah, let's do 1,080 divided by 60. How many hours is that a year you work out? 18 hours a year if you only do something three minutes a day. Holy crap. That's insane. That means if you only do something for a minute and a half every single day, you just did it for nine hours a year. We're back to that time study we were talking about the other day. But not to get off track. So three minutes a day of adding sweat to your life, he says, will make an insurmountable change. And, and now we can just say an eight. Holy cow. Hour difference. 10 times that is 180. That's a half hour of working out every single day. That's 180. That's just incredible to me. 100. So um, I'm trying to keep up with all of this in my head. I don't have any notes here. So let's just run through this again one more time. 30 minutes a day equals 100 and 80 hours of working out. 
That's four 40-hour work weeks. Now, if you go, what if you double that? That's 360. That's working out one hour a day. That's 360 hours a year. It's incredible. And this is my point. Other than that's not, that's literally, that's literally nine weeks of working out. But we're just adding. We're not taking away. Let's back it all the way back to our three-minute conversation and what Garrett White said to me. He said, look, three minutes, three minutes a day, get on an elliptical or do three minutes of burpees, do three minutes of air squats, do three minutes of push-ups, do three minutes of jumping jacks. If you're too big to do that, get a box and do three minutes of sit down, stand up, sit down, stand up as, as fast as you can go. Three minutes, set a timer. And by the end of it, you'll be sweating. You can make yourself sweat in three minutes, quite a bit. You can completely wind yourself. You're adding a little bit of activity to live a healthier lifestyle. And here's the other thing that he said. He gamified this. He made, you got a half a point for doing that. Every single day, if you sweat, you got like you got a half a point. And then the second thing that he added was um, drink a green smoothie. Like every single day, you should drink a green smoothie. Put whatever you want in there. Veggies, fruits, just not a bunch of sugar, not a bunch of garbage, but good healthy stuff. You can make a really great tasting smoothie with that stuff. But he's every single day, we're going to add, right? We're, we're, we're in an abundance mindset. So I work out, I sweat, I get half a point. And then I drink this green smoothie, I get half a point. All of this to teach one principle, we're adding. You want to make your relationship stronger with your spouse, text them once a day. Don't say, I'm going to quit being a jerk. No, you're not. You are who you are. You're going to operate the way that you operate until you add so many better habits that the bad ones don't have room inside of your world. So if the only two things that you add every single day is you send your spouse a text message that says, I love, honor, cherish, and appreciate you, or you send them a text message that, that, that is like, hey, remember that really fun time we had? Or, hey, thanks for knocking out breakfast this morning. Or, hey, I just want to tell you I appreciate that you get up and go to work every day. Or, hey, way to, way to raise those kids. Like, whatever the thing is, every single day, send them one text message that's positive and good. And then eyeball to eyeball, belly to belly, tell them something and you take that as literal as you want. You might need to be belly to belly, whatever. But every single day, look in your spouse's eyes and tell them something that you appreciate about them. Give them a word of affirmation. I love you. I cherish you. You're beautiful. You smell good. I care about you. I want to protect you. One of the things that I say to the girls in my family regularly, you're my heart. And they all know that that's got such a compounded meaning inside of it. But I say it often. It's something that when I'm gone, I want to echo in their hearts. I want them to look at their children and, and, and feel this urge to say to their children, you're my heart. And that be something from me. I want that to mean something, but I don't, I don't get those wins. I don't get ahead in my relationships by taking things away. Timeout doesn't work. Add, add. You want your kids to have better habits? Give them better input. You want your kids to be more mindful and to listen? Spend more time. Give them more abundance, not scarcity. 
You can run this filter in any area of your life, across any conversation. If your soul is garbage and you feel down and you feel dark and you feel depressed, hey, like some people think I should add medication. Now, my daughters have an extremely different view of this conversation than I do, and I piss a lot of people off, but I can just tell you that when I was a kid, I was clinically diagnosed with hyperactivity and attention deficit disorder, and the root cause of all of it, according to a battery of psychologists, psychiatrists, and doctors, was that I was depressed. Highly medicated and drugged most of my childhood, from the time my dad died until I was 16 years old. And there are lots of situations where mentally I make a choice to be happy. I add things to my world that give me an edge. Like corny as it sounds, I take vitamin D. When I can't get sunshine, I take sunshine. Now there are some people who deal with and have been diagnosed and they stand on this this thing of I am this, I am that, I have this, I have that. Cool. We don't have to agree on this, but I can tell you that if you'll replace some of the things in your life with more, like with more, with better, with lighter, with, with healthier, you don't go to church, go to church. Watch what that does for your soul. Watch what that does for your heart when you're surrounded with people. And, and look, this is what some people do, right? Like, well, I don't go to church because they're a bunch of hypocrites. Cool. Well, go suck up some of their hypocritical smiles. Go su- suck up some of their hypocriticals. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray for you this week. Go suck up some of their hypocritical hugs and hypocritical <clears throat> words of affirmation. Go soak up that hypocritical message and stop giving yourself an excuse to not. And give yourself an excuse to. Add to your life. Stop taking from it. The thing that most people are really good at adding is food and sleep. I'm really good at that. But, but like I don't want this isn't a joke. I don't I don't want to I don't want to spin this. You want a better life? Add to your savings account. I said yesterday, I never regret the work. When the work's done, you never regret it. So work your ass off, save your money, and then invest it in something that gives you a little bit better lifestyle. It doesn't happen overnight. Wash, rinse, repeat. Do it again. But add to your life. Make a decision to look at everything through this am I operating in a scarcity mindset or an abundance mindset? If there's an area of your life that you're not happy with and if you disagree with this, email me. Cool, I would love to have this conversation further. But look at an area of your life that you're unhappy with and think how could I add something to my life to make this better? I don't care what Michael says. I am never going back to church again. Cool. Just meditate. Add that three minutes of meditation to your world and watch your entire world shift. Watch your heart shift. Watch what happens when you use principles you don't understand. Watch what happens when you create space inside of your mind. Add exercise and now you're creating space inside of your body. Tell someone in your family that you love them every single day. Now you create space inside of your love. Look how easy that was. Some people would say I need to kill a bunch of bad habits that I have. Some people would say I need to stop eating the foods that I love. Like they do this, they do this like 
roller coaster scarcity where they can't possibly because you can't like look I had a business partner one time that smoked like chain smoke blah 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 like cigarette after cigarette after cigarette after cigarette like I, I didn't think there was ever going to be a time that this guy didn't smoke and one day he said I quit smoking I'm like I didn't think you would ever quit smoking and he goes for his pocket and he's pulling this this box and I'm thinking dude you just said you quit smoking and out of his pocket comes toothpicks cinnamon dipped toothpicks shakes one out just like he would a cigarette out of the pack takes it out of the box puts it in his mouth closes it back up puts it back in his pocket I said what's that and he said well I found that I was more addicted to the movement of getting a cigarette than actually smoking a cigarette and so when I replaced cigarettes by adding the toothpicks I don't crave a cigarette anymore this is a long time ago I was like 18 or 19 years old when this exchange happened but it really impressed me because I didn't think that dude would ever quit smoking and I see all these other people they're like somebody I'm gonna quit smoking man I'm gonna quit smoking look and and I'm not I'm not down in it right for some people they they add the patch whatever that's better than it's better than like breathing smoke into your lungs all of the time and slowly dying like my mother's ah, such, such a good simple lady but she smoked her whole life from the time she was 13 until she died at 46. So I have a strong opinion about this. This is I, I'm going to back out of this rabbit hole. But I just want you to think, like, look at this. What if my mom would have discovered toothpicks at the age of 30? Maybe at 37, her lung wouldn't have collapsed. And maybe at 46, she would have lived. It's tough. It's a tough conversation. But it's true. I will probably get messages from pissed off family members for this. But I just don't give a shit. Because this is elementary. If you live in scarcity, you live in scarcity. Say that again, Michael. If emotionally and mindfully you live in a place of scarcity, then your physical world that surrounds you and grows around you, it's like, it's like leeches. You, you, they, they, scarcity just attaches onto every aspect of your life and you're miserable and you only get one of these you've already won all you have to do is execute inside of this lottery ticket of life that you've been given or you can stay in scarcity and just let the leeches of scarcity suck the life out of you but what's really cool is when you start to live in abundance, when you start to think, I'm going to add to my world. I'm going to add to my mindset. I'm going to add to my activities. I'm going to add to my expectations of my life. I'm going to add to the value of the people who come in contact with me every single day. I'm going to make more people feel loved. I'm going to make more people feel like I care about them. I'm going to add a little bit of sweat into my life. I'm going to add a little bit of healthier foods. I'm going to add toothpicks or whatever it is, whatever the crutch is. Like, look, you, you, if you get on your phone, and you spend more time looking at porn than something else, it's time to figure out what to add to replace that habit with something that's better for you. Just do it. Try me. Commit. Sacrifice to show your sincerity that you're willing to add the things that are better for you than the things that are bad. Don't take the bad things away. Just replace them. Michael, every once in a while, I still want to have a beer. Good, do that. I love beer. I drink lots of craft beer. I also like wine. My wife and I have a glass of wine every once in a while. I definitely drink way more beer than she drinks wine. 
But that's not something like for me. Let's not. It's not my slippery slope. I, if, if it was, I would come up with some kind of really amazing drink, something that kombucha or something that's very intense flavor that fills that void that has a bunch of variety so I could try and, and still get that same tick off. And that's all you have to do. Abundance, an abundance mindset. Add and replace. With no excuses and no bullshit, no games, no lies, and a willingness to sacrifice as an, as an external look at your internal sincerity. Sweat is a sacrifice. Drinking a green smoothie versus a big old fried ham, like for me, right? Egg and cheese sandwich, lots of mayo. Like I could go on like toast, fat sandwich. Ha ha. Both of them make me full. One of them's gluttonous and, and like isn't good for me at all. The other one's healthy and like fuels me for long sections of my day. Nobody eats, like some people might eat oatmeal because they love it, but no, most people don't eat oatmeal because it's great, right? They replace it with something that's better. But the people who starve themselves, they don't win. It's not sustainable. It's not good. It's not going to last. I've went long enough. I think you, I think you get it. Look at your life. You're thinking about something right now. Right now, you've been at some point in this podcast, you like early on, you knew there's this thing I've got. You know if you are a scarcity mindset or if you're not, or you're really freaking deceived. But I think most people know instantly. You believe that you will get served up a, an abundant life when you live in a place of abundance emotionally or you believe that if you let go of one dollar you'll never get it back i believe if i give it all away i get a bunch of dollars but like anyway blah i'm done i don't want to like ah, i just wish that i could grab you and shake this message into you because this is such a simple concept it will forever change your life. And I say that a lot. I say that a lot of, of when I'm talking about these podcasts because every single thing that makes it to this mic is something that I truly give a shit about. And when I talk to people that have a scarcity mindset, I just want to grab them and shake the shit out of them. Because I recognize that they're living a mediocre, small version of what could be an, um, like this huge, glorious life. Super talented people that won't ever have shit unless they learn how to stop living the way that they're living in scarcity. Trying to take things out of their life to make their life better versus trying to put things in that are better anyway. I end it always, but I'm not, there's not going to be some pinnacle note here, right? Do you get what I'm saying? The words of grandpa would look at me and he'd say, Savvy lad. Built tougher than your average ultimate hustler. I'm the total package, bulletproof. I know you see me in your scope. I'm the captain of the ship. You just a sailor with a boat. Bulletproof.